Hello and welcome to my podcast, Just For Today. I am Steph Granger, therapeutic mentor, and I am delighted that you are here. My intention for the Just For Today podcast is to inspire, empower, share my knowledge, tools, and techniques, as well as what some may call my wisdom to help you navigate this crazy thing called life. Each episode, I will dig into the lessons I have learned, either through client work or personal experiences, or sometimes both. And most importantly, share tangible tools for you to take away in order for you to truly live in the present just for today. So let's not waste any more time and get into the show. Hello, and welcome back to another edition of the Just For Today podcast. I am your host, Steph Granger. I am delighted that you are here This week, I'm going to revisit a subject that I talk a lot about because it's a really important subject as far as I'm concerned. And actually, when I learned this concept, when this idea was shown to me many years ago, it really changed the game. And I often talk about this with clients in person or online. And it came up with a client this week. It also came up with a personal friend this week as well. It's so interesting how things happen in synergy. My clients experience similar things to what my personal friends and relationships are experiencing at the same time. So I often find week on week that I'm talking about uh, the same types of things. Anyway, map of the world. You will have heard me talk about this if you've been a listener for a while. I often throw in that reference and... Let me tell you how it came up in a personal relationship this week. A person in my circle came to me and said, I am so frustrated. I'm so frustrated. Somebody sent me a message and it's really pissed me off. How would you receive this, Steph? So I read the message and I said, well, I can understand why that's pissed you off. But I also don't receive it in the same way that you are. And she was like, how can you not? How can you not possibly read that message and not see what I see? And this is where the beauty of map of the world comes into effect. This is where understanding what makes other people who they are and who they show up as every single day really gives you the ability to be able to first and foremost understand yourself better also understand others better but also stop taking everything so damn personal because I don't know if you're like me I used to take everything personally I would think that somebody's behavior was a direct result of something I've said or something I have done therefore I must do my best to make better I must make things better and I was so uncomfortable until I did make it better and I always did I always would make things better, smooth things over, compromise myself, apologize when I didn't really think I was in the wrong. I would do that to make my internal nervous system calm the hell down. People pleasing at its very best. And people pleasing isn't really what I was going to talk about today. It's just kind of come in as I'm chatting away to you here. But communication is everything as far as I'm concerned. How we communicate and how we receive language will determine how we move through the world if we're in conflict with somebody it's more often or not 
a personal interpretation of what that person has said versus what that person actually meant. And a lot of the time, we don't even know to ask the question, listen, what did you mean by that? Because I'm reading this or hearing this in this way. So can we please just clarify if that's actually what you are saying and intending to convey to me? A lot of the time we just read the comment, read the, or hear the sentence or whatever it is and just put it through our processing because that's what we do. And we make assumptions. We draw conclusions. They must have meant this. They must have meant that. I am offended by that. When a lot of the time that isn't necessarily what was intended to be communicated to you. Sometimes it is, of course. Sometimes it absolutely is. So going back to my friend, she received this message really really pissed off really pissed off and asked me to read it what do you think Steph what do you read when you see that those words I'm not seeing what you're seeing I can understand how you've got to the place that you're in but I'm reading something a little bit different to that let me tell you what I see and when I shared what I could how I interpreted those use of words she was like really that's interesting what makes you think that was what was intended by that communication So this is where I started to sharing my knowledge about the map of the world, because like I said at the start, this really was a game changer for me. Understanding that people see the world differently was a whole new concept to me at the age of crikey, 40 maybe. And it's not common. I mean, it's not like rocket science, is it, that everybody's going to see the world differently. But until we, we go into these things and dig into them and understand them, We do make assumptions. We all do. We make assumptions that somebody is on the same page as us. And to be effective in our communication, we have to clarify that they are in fact on the same page or they've heard something very, very different to what we said. And you can usually tell by the reaction, right? If somebody has reacted in a way after you've spoken in a way that you wouldn't expect them to, there's your first clue that they've not understood the language that you've used. That would be the point where you'd say, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Did you mean, did I mean, whatever, you know, that's the point where you'd say, I think you've understood me to say something different than I have. Because words have, whilst we all look through the Oxford Dictionary and we can look at it through the same eyes and we can see the word, I don't know, relationship, and we look at the meaning of the word relationship and that's the actual meaning defined by the Oxford Dictionary, Once it goes through our system, it could mean something very, very different. Relationship probably wasn't the best example. Let me use the word, I've used this before, love. So all of us will read the word love and see its definition. Yep, okay. I do it a lot. I go on Google and ask, what does this word mean? Because when you hear new words and you read the definition of that word. But sometimes there's nuance to that. We go, oh, hang on a minute though. I would interpret that differently. So back to the word love. Love is an act that is shown to us as well as communicated to us. Many of us will have grown up without the word being used, but being told things like, you know I love you, or my actions tell you that I love you. So we may have learnt that love is shown in different ways. Love can be shown in gifts. Love can be shown in, um, I'm having a complete brain freeze right now. In different actions, love can be shown by a, 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 sense of, a sense of control as well. Somebody that is in a, in a place of controlling um, somebody in a relationship, that control to them could be their way of expressing love. 
I want to know where you are because I love you. I need to know when you're going to be home because I love you, that type of thing. Love can be shown in different forms and ones that might not marry up to the Oxford Dictionary definition of that word. As we grow up, that word may be overused. But I love you. I love you. But you weren't very nice to me. But I love you. I love you. So we we will all interpret language in very different ways. So when we read words, when we receive words, we might not be receiving them in the same way as the person that's communicating them to us is intending for us to receive those. And this is where the conflict can arise. This is where misinterpretation can arise. And this is where it's really important for us to clarify before we lose our shit. Can you please just clarify to me what you meant by that term or that sentence or that text or that voice note? Could you please just clarify? Because this is how I'm receiving it. And I want to make sure I'm receiving it in the correct way before I respond. That's a very grown up way to look at things. I mean, I guess back in the day, would I have stopped and pondered on that and thought I won't respond yet? I think that's um, something that comes with age and wisdom where we think, hang on, I'm not going to respond to this right now. I'm not in the right frame of mind to respond to that now. But when I was taught about the map of the world, when I was doing my NLP training way back 2015, um, when we started looking at each person's individual map of the world, it blew my mind. It showed me, like I said at the start of this, that actually other people's behaviors were not mine to own or take ownership of. Um, A friend of mine today messaged me on text and she'd experienced something in the school playground. And she said, oh, this behavior was exhibited after I said X, Y, Z. How would you respond to that? I'll say, well, if that person's upset with you, they have every right to come to you and say, I didn't like what you said for this reason. Have they done that? No, move on. Don't make assumptions based on other people's behaviors and assume that they're doing things in the same way that you would do them. So let me explain map of the world in a really quick, succinct way. And I've done this before, but I'm going to do it again. If we were to look at a map of the world, we put a poster on the wall, we would all look at it the same. We would all be able to see the countries in the same places, no matter who was looking at it. We would all see where everything is geographically located. But when we actually step into that map, we step into it completely differently. And the reason we do that is because we have had a whole lifetime of experience that has taught us what the world looks like, influencing Um, by caregivers, parents, teachers, older siblings, friends, people that say, don't go to that place in the world, it's dangerous. Don't do that, that's scary. Things like that, that social conditioning that we receive, whether we realize it or not, subliminally, it will impact how we see the world. If we have a fear of rejection, we will go out into the world protecting ourselves from rejection. And a lot of the time, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy and we reject before we can be rejected. That person that may be in your life that you're having a relationship with will have a whole different map of the world based on their upbringing, conditioning, influences, experiences, and may see a situation and will see a situation completely different to you. So back to the first point I was telling you about, about my friend that got this text message. I got us to think about what do you think the other person's map of the world is looking like in comparison to yours? Because you know this person. Do you think they meant that? Do you think that is what they are saying to you? Or is your map of the world now stepping in and going, hang on a minute, this person said that, which equals this. 
which means that we have to respond accordingly to that. What would happen if you took a step back and thought about this and thought, actually, is this my map of the world here? Should I potentially get some clarification? Maybe I ask some questions. Going to situations like um, making assumptions about how someone else is behaving and thinking you might have done something to provoke that behavior. You can ask the question, have I done something to upset you? And they have the right to say yes or no. And if they say no, move on. Unless that person wants to come and tell you, making assumptions based on your map of the world will just make your day miserable. Because all you're going to do is you're going to assess and reassess. I said this, then I said that. Maybe that offended them, maybe that. And, and listen, I know it sounds easy when I'm saying just move on with your day. Like this still bothers me. Even though I have this knowledge and it's changed the way, it changed my map just knowing this information about the map of the world. It still bothers me if I think I've upset somebody, but I do speak to myself kindly in those situations and I do ask myself, have you done something deliberately to hurt this person? No, then let's move on. Let that go. I'm going to start singing a Frozen song now, but you know, let it go and just keep saying to yourself, have you done something? Have I done something to upset somebody deliberately? No, I haven't. Let it go. That person has the right to come to you and say to you, you said this, you did that, and then you have the opportunity to respond accordingly. You can say to them, that's not my intention. I didn't mean that. Maybe you did. But I love to share this message and I will keep talking about the map of the world regularly because it helps us to, as women, step out of that role of taking ownership of stuff that just doesn't belong to us because we just get really good at doing this. This, this position of I'm rubbish at this, I'm not good enough at that. We get really good at doing that. And when we understand how everybody sees the world differently, and we don't have to take ownership of other people's behaviors and other people's um, beliefs because they're different to ours. And we don't have to, to uh, make assumptions that they actually are thinking the same that we are doing. It liberates us. It gives us some freedom. It also gives us the opportunity to start to understand ourselves better and think, it's really interesting why I started to take that personally. What is it about the language that they use that I interpreted? What is it about me that meant that I assumed xyz so just for today i would love you to move through your day and just get a sense of your map of the world and how it might be showing up in a way that impacts you in a less than helpful way maybe you've been in a situation recently where you felt you've upset somebody but you don't know that to be factual think about your map of the world and how that is showing up and maybe there's some areas of, of self-development or self-awareness um, for you to just take yourself and remove that layer. I'd love to hear how this episode has landed with you because when I talk about this subject, it always gives people a lot to think about. You can come and chat with me in my WhatsApp group, the Just For Today Coven. It's a beautiful group. It's not massively busy. You don't have to feel like you're going to be overwhelmed by another WhatsApp group. Some days we're really chatty. Other days it's really quiet and that's what's so beautiful about it. I would also love and appreciate it if you enjoyed this episode to share it with those that you think would benefit. Pop it on your socials. Tag me in. I would love to know that this episode has been beneficial to you. Until next time. Thank you for being here and listening in. I am so, so grateful for this opportunity to spend time with you. I would love to hear from you about topics you would like me to dive into and you can connect with me on the socials at I am Steph Granger. So before you go, let me leave you with this final thought. Just for today, be present in your life. Engage your senses, 
see what you see, hear what you hear, and feel what you feel. And really notice what is right in front of you. Because one thing we truly know to be true is that we only have now. Take care. Until next time.